Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Metamorphosis. I'm Day. And I'm Ree. And I'm Ruby. And it's another week on the Metamorphosis podcast. We should do a jingle. We, we need a jingle. <laughs> we should get a jingle. It's if y'all want to make us a jingle, let us know. Message us on Instagram. But we don't have no money, so it got to be like free. <laughs> For the so. free though. Just like send us an invoice, and at some point, um, that invoice will be paid. <laughs> We're making at, money. <laughs> at some point, so just yeah, just do it out of just, love. It's yeah, important. just donate us a jingle. And call donate. It a <laughs> if you're bored anytime, <laughs> and I know I got some homies that do beats, so don't play with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it um what are y'all drinking this week um Ciroc and Sprite okay okay surprise surprise <laughs> um Topo Chico hard seltzer again surprise surprise hey easy y'all starting to because I kind of want to stay consistent so that y'all somebody ch- will pick it up and say, hey. Right. I feel like y'all right. trying to be consistent like me. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like to deviate very, very often. <laughs> I've always been like that though. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'm not a changer. If I ain't broke, don't fix it. That's how I feel. So yeah. But anything, um, <laughs> anything interesting happened recently? I won't even say this week because God knows when they're going to hear this. So, <laughs> um, I'm five months away from getting married. I don't know. Woo-hoo. I just I just thought about the first thing that stressed me out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I feel it. You know what? But you're gonna get there. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> I think that this, I think at this point that they hear this, I may be like, whew, like 37 weeks pregnant, I think. My gosh. We get into the So if, if my timing is correct, my child will be here in two weeks. If my timing is correct. Oh, that's freaking, that just freaked me out. (laughs) Well, it ain't like it's literally two weeks, but like two weeks from this episode being, I think I'm correct on that. I could be wrong. This is definitely, you know what? Let me look at my calendar. This is definitely going by faster than your first, except that last month of like, when you were pregnant with Parker, I was like, we were like, hello, are you still pregnant? (laughs) (laughs) Let me see yeah wait no i'm I'm looking at june just kidding (laughs) hello just kidding i i honestly think that my child will be here next week (laughs) but we'll see (laughs) i think i'm a little off if i wasn't stressed before (laughs) wow okay they just reminded me of uh the Grinch when he's like, our baby's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, baby Grinch. Is I wish so it was that easy to have a child, just to have something drop it off at the have door. Just plop right there. 
Right, because it's all something. it's all fun and games until you actually get pregnant and got to deal with not being actually, able to breathe, the pain. It's what terrible. my my new favorite? What happens after? I mean, once the baba gets here, sheesh, man, they never shut up, and there's just a lot that happens to your body that um, nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> what were you saying, Ruby? I so I um babysat um your daughter today and I watched Boss Baby for the first time and I think that depiction of where babies came come from is like my new favorite one because it was so just the whole like if it laughs or not if it goes to management or if it goes to a family like that was the funniest thing I've ever seen the movie is so like it, it was, was such cute. A good movie. It was cute like the first like two times I had to watch it, but my never child, seen it. It's a good one. A definitely one time. Yeah, it's I don't not like cartoons, so I don't watch them. Girl, I don't. That's why my kids have their own TVs. Like I <sighs> refuse to. If it's not the Boondocks, I'm not watching it. So there's that. Uh, we. My child, it's just a lot of movies are good movies, but Parker doesn't understand that we don't have to watch the same movie every over day, over. all yeah. day. Moana, can I watch Moana again? Yeah, yeah. Yes. that you was Disney that was got plenty the, movies. Trolls and Moana were like the first movies that she would like. Those are the only movies she would watch. But now every morning, mom, mom, I watch Shrek. Mom, I watch Sonic, Sonic. Mom, I watch Baby. Mom, mom, put Poppy. No. I was excited that she asked me to watch Mulan today. That was like the that was she watches that every every once in a while. Live action or cartoon? Cartoon. And somehow she likes uh Cinderella. Like one day she was like, she just picked it out on Disney Plus and like I cartoon or the yeah, yeah. And she likes the one, the, the live action one with Brandy and Whitney Houston too. Yes. Which should. very proud, very proud of that one. <laughs> but like the cart the cartoon one I had never introduced to her. So I was like, I was hmm. confused. Maybe she's she really- like maybe she thought she was like, oh, another like Elsa movie. Because I mean Cinderella has a blue dress and is blonde. I don't know. Girl, Frozen is another one that I just cannot. She wanna wear her frozen t-shirt and flip-flops every day. All right, I'll watch Frozen. Frozen uh, the first one. The first one. The second one is good. Yeah, Have you seen barely. the second one? Barely. I couldn't get through it, but it's okay. Really? The second one. Song, the song didn't feel as catchy. You see, you got catchy. okay. I, I I get you on that, but you gotta give it a chance. You have to give it a chance because okay, it, it grows on you. I'm it like grows on you, trust me. Musical gal. Like I love a good musical now. I'll get really are you serious? Do you? Man, I'm a we have never talked about this before. <laughs> we have that because we are a musical. We could talk about my favorite musical of all time. It's the Phantom of the Opera. That is my all-time favorite musical. There's one that Ruby wants me to watch that I fall asleep on every time. What's it called? <laughs> it is Moulin Rouge. I don't know. Oh, every time. Every time we get past that every part. Time. She falls asleep every time. Well, every time. I'm a whiz type of gal. I love the Look, whiz. That's that my favorite. Movie. No. Oh. My sister, my sister 
just completely ruined that movie for me. Um, I can't. I'm gonna try to watch it again now that um, I'm a little older, but no. It's a movie called The Chorus Line. I think it came out in like 79, 80. I don't know. But I probably watched it when I was like, I don't know. I, I started school, watching that is so good. So good. What's that? And movie? it is a musical. I think it's on Disney. Oh, I started watching The Greatest Show, man. I haven't finished it, but that one's pretty uh, good. Is I that, haven't seen that one yet uh, either, which is crazy. Wolverine, is he in that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hugh yeah. Jackman. Hugh Jackman. I couldn't Wolverine. get that. All I can remember was Jackman. I couldn't remember Hugh. Yes, and it mm-hmm. has um Zendaya and Zach Efron. That's yeah. right. I got through it and then Parker wanted to watch Frozen, so I had to turn off. Of course. Um but then also you can't forget about Greece. Greece is probably up oh. there with Phantom of the Opera. Hairspray. Oh, hairspray. Hairspray. The, the old original. One. The old the one and the and the newer one. I like both of them. Yeah. Cry Baby? The... Anybody ever watched Crybaby? Never heard of it. it, it Ooh. It, it, with Johnny Depp. Uh-huh. I don't think I've seen that one. Yes. We just need to have a murder musical episode. Oh. <laughs> murder musical, absolutely. <laughs> Ted Bundy. Then he <laughs> sliced her throat and <laughs> escaped from prison one too many times. <laughs> <laughs> i guess we can go ahead and um get right into it i don't think our people care about our musical like what the fuck is this this kind of makes me want to go watch a phantom of the opera i'm gonna watch a little sing song song when i get up out of here oh y'all need to watch hamilton too sorry i need to throw that in there about hamilton oh uh newsies is good too newsies oh and freaking annie I can't really get like cats has some jams, but I can't really get no, down I couldn't too much get past it. Was was is there like an older version or was that new yes. one? Only one? Okay, so no. then I've then I couldn't get past Jason Derulo in a cat suit oh, on the previews, so I can never, I never started watching it. A lot. <laughs> yeah, Lord. all right, well, let's go ahead and get started. <laughs> I'll go first. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> we just got to, we just all nerded out real quick. That's fun. Um, so I'm going to talk about the murder of Devontae Williams. Um, this one's pretty close to home. Happened in Arlington, Texas. Um, Devontae was nine years old at the time of his death um, on July 26, 2004. He died of malnutrition and just remember I said he was nine years old. At the time of his death, he only weighed 35 pounds. My two-year-old weighs 30 pounds. So I just, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So his mom, her name is Marcella, and her girlfriend, Lisa, were arrested and charged with capital murder. Um, Lisa, the mom's girlfriend was abused as a child. She was apparently stabbed by one of her cousins. She only had the 10th grade education and she had a baby at the age of 16. She had a kind of a rough childhood. Still not an excuse to kill a child. I was but... just about to say, and what that got to do with this baby? <laughs> um, Marcella had Devante uh, in June of 1995. Um, and he had had some developmental disabilities. Uh, CPS were actually called to her house before she even met this girlfriend um and he was as he was as young as like one or two months the first time cps was called out um 
But in 1999, Devontae and his one-year-old sister were removed from the home and put into foster care. And the mom ends up getting custody back after one year. And at that point, she had had a third child. Um, In October of 2002, her and Lisa um, began hiding Devontae. Um, they wouldn't take him to school or to his doctor's appointments. I just remember he had like disabilities, so he needed to go to the doctor. They wouldn't take him. Um, so CPS was called again because um, he wasn't showing up to school or anything. Um, they had visited the home nine times from November 13th to December 30th of 2002, but no one was ever home. And the thing that pisses me off about that is that CPS, I feel like, I know they spread thin, but... I feel like you have the resources to figure something out. I don't, I just, I just Just don't see. Pay attention to this. Pay attention. Don't just walk in and chit chat, man. Go in there and literally look. And why are you intuition? Use it. Yeah. And why are you putting these kids back in homes with people that you know that they shouldn't be with is that just doesn't, it doesn't compute. I don't know. Um, but on July 26, 2004, Marcella, his mom, uh, called 911 and said that Devontae had stopped breathing. They tried giving her CPR instructions over the phone, but instead of listening, she hung up. Um, so when they got when they got there, they realized that he had actually been dead for several hours before she called 911. Um, and again, he was only 35 pounds. He had over 250 scars on his body. Um, Lisa and Marcella were arrested. Um, The other kids that were in the home were put into foster care. Um, But the thing is, is those kids, they were eating. They were fine. They were at their normal weights, going to school and all that. They just treated him that way. Um, So Marcella uh, pled guilty and was sentenced to life. And she's eligible for parole in 2044. Um, Lisa refused the plea and went to trial. Uh, The jury only deliberated for an hour and found her guilty and she was sentenced to death. Uh, She appealed, but she was executed by lethal injection on September 17, 2014. And her lawyer, when they appealed, tried to make it seem like she was being targeted for being a Black lesbian. She played herself when she tried to be cute and didn't take that plea. Mm-hmm. that was her fault that was absolutely her fault definitely her fault but you know i don't i've never understood those cases where i mean not that it's gonna sound kind of weird but like if you gonna starve all, starve one kid why you're not starving them all it does it just doesn't well, make it, sense you know, probably mm-hmm. like his daddy it's mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of um it reminds me of uh what was a couple months ago i told y'all about the girl that i used to cheer with that her and her boyfriend yeah. killed her son but like her uh, their other kids were fine they didn't do anything to the other kids i just, i don't understand i don't i don't get it they had a special on netflix about the little boy in california whose parents killed him they didn't do anything to the other kids either just him i don't know i will never understand i would never understand abusing a child anyway but especially i just i don't i really don't get it in those circumstances but i don't know I don't I don't want to understand it to be honest. So okay. it's not something I'm gonna spend time on trying to trying to understand <laughs> what they're what they're like. But mm-hmm. but yeah, it's just the and then they also uh, they tried to make it seem like she was really being targeted because she was a lesbian, a black lesbian at that. But I really don't like when people boy. try to use 
the um what do you call it when people try to use um what we're fighting for in their um defense like no it was some when it's some fucked up shit like that hell no i don't give a fuck you killed a child i don't care who you are right now i don't care who you are you killed a child this nine-year-old was 35 fucking pounds and had 250 scars on his body when he died. Get the fuck out of here. Right. Both so of y'all should even be dead. If you, so even if you didn't put your hands on it, on him, you watched somebody do it and did nothing, said nothing. Yeah, and they you're they think that the, the girlfriend, the one that didn't take the plea or whatever, that she was the one that was doing most of the abusing and that the mom was more complicit in it. The audacity of her not to want to take the plea deal. Yeah. Oh yeah now you, now you but then it's like how does that then it's kind of like though how does that make sense when before they even met she was already being investigated by cps so i right. don't know and then it's also texas texas is just fucked up in all kinds of different ways i mean we don't even have control of our vaginas anymore in texas so oh, no, um, started on the <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway that's that story so who wants to go next you got it you got it (laughs) (laughs) all right so i'm doing matthew phelps i got most of my uh information from medium.com um i have i saw this this story in the news because i was like this motherfucker's tripping so this is the story where the guy said he um he drunk too much cough syrup and killed his wife so anyway here we go (laughs) So uh, Matthew, he came from a broken home. He was raised by his grandparents. Um, didn't see his mom a lot. Didn't know his dad at all. Um, at some point, he was, you know, acting up in school. He started drinking alcohol and him and his friend. I've never heard of this cough syrup unless it's the generic name for something else. But anyway, him and his friends used to um, drink Chorus Citizen, cough and cold. Um, he started to get like super out of be control. Some off-brand shit. I ain't never. Yeah, because I ain't, I've never heard of that. <laughs> I've heard of Permethazine, um, <laughs> Nyquil, Robitussin, but never that. Um, so he started to get out of control, and his grandparents took him from public school to private school. Um, he started getting better grades. He went on to college, and that was that. So, um, him and Lauren, huge, I cannot spell, I cannot pronounce her name, Hugelmeyer, they went to junior high together, but I'm nobody's sorry. really sure. <laughs> that last name is like, <laughs> it's, it's a lot. Else. <laughs> yeah. So, they went to junior high together. Nobody knows if they were friends or if they were friendly or whatever. So, um, Lauren grew up in a good home. She had both her parents. She had two sisters uh, raised in Kentucky. Um, Lauren moved to North Carolina in her mid-20s. And at that time, Matthew reached out on social media, Instagram to be exact. And, you know, they just got to chopping it up and you know their relationship moved like super quick um matthew still lived in kentucky though 
And um, everybody in the family, they liked Matthew, except Lauren's daddy. He was like, yeah, I'm not feeling him. So one day, out of the blue, they were at a game night with the family, and Matthew told everybody how he had been married before. And the family saw that as a huge red flag because it's like, boy, you in your early 20s, how the fuck you already divorced? They was like, uh-uh, not my baby. Mm-mm, not my baby. So somehow they, they smoothed it over. The family was like, okay, you know, we fucking with Matthew. Everything's cool. So um, they got engaged in 2015. And then in 2016, they got married. Now, after the marriage is when shit start going like, what the fuck? Because Matthew's mom, who he barely knew in the first place, um, didn't like Lauren for whatever reason and decided to show up to the engagement party wearing all white to try to upstage Lauren. Hold on. (laughs) Sit your old ass down. (laughs) I'm sorry. You can turn right the fuck around (laughs) and exit this building. Thank you. <laughs> like, who who does that? So, um, you know, at during the marriage, they start finding out that, you know, he was kind of lazy. Lauren was not. Lauren was super independent. She had like three jobs. Like, she was getting her shit off. She worked as an auditor, a daycare worker at the church, and she did one of those uh, MLM things, the little, you know, the pyramids anyway yep. <laughs> um so matthew kept quitting jobs starting jobs quitting jobs starting jobs finally he was like oh yeah i'll um i'll start uh i'll go back to school and become a pastor so um they said matthew spent money like crazy like like he would just be buying random shit and lauren had like 10k uh saved up right before they got married by the time she died it was only eight to nine hundred dollars in her savings account that's how much money he would spend um he would basically like trick her into saving money in a way so he was like yeah yeah we want to go they both like star wars so he's like yeah yeah we need to go to the exhibit at disney wherever so they get to saving the money. He takes it and buys himself a whole bunch of shit. And then they had a neighbor that um, he used to go visit. And one night Lauren had cooked and called him, hey, you know, dinner's ready. He was like, go ahead and eat by yourself. I'm having a good time with Valerie right now. So just I'm going to pause because. That shit pissed me off. Because first of all, don't you fucking chase me down on Instagram trying to be my boo and then get me, take my fucking money and then go eat at fucking Valerie's house. Get me away from me, Satan. What the fuck? Then go eat at Valerie's house. Go be with Valerie. Don't come over here. Get out of my Instagram DMs. (laughs) So after that little Valerie situation, Lauren was like, yeah, probably time for me to get the fuck up out of here. But before she could, on September 1st, 2017, 
Matt called 911 and said he accidentally stabbed his wife while he was dreaming. So I'm going to read verbatim what he said to dispatch. He said, I had a dream and then I turn on the lights and she's dead on the floor. I have blood all over me and there's a bloody knife on the bed and I think I did it. I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Yeah, I can see her. She's 29. She's not breathing. Oh my God. And then he says, I took, I took more medicine than I should have. I took, I took Coradison cough and cold because I know it can make you feel good. A lot of times I can't sleep at night. So it took the police like 15 seconds, they said, to get there. Lauren had been stabbed 123 times. Oh. So, sir, sir, you telling me that cough syrup made you do that? It had to be nowhere else left to stab her 123 wow. times. So um, when the police got there, they was like, this shit looked kind of off. Like there should be more blood everywhere or whatever. Matt had like little to no blood on him. So they looking at him like, motherfucker, did you clean yourself up before we got here? Um, they said that like he was hysterical on the 911 call, but when they got there, he didn't have no type of emotion whatsoever. He was just like dead in the face. Um, so later on, they find out that Matt's ex-wife, because I guess they had to, they probably had her testify he had told everybody including lauren and her family that the ex-wife had cheated on him um but the ex-wife was like nah um it's because he was blowing all of our money <laughs> and cheating with everybody so he even they even found out that he had a secret instagram page and it was like super morbid and the picture was um christian bell in american psycho if you've seen that anyway yes yeah Christian Bell was in a uh, was a serial killer in that movie. Great movie. And um, a couple days, either the night before or a couple days before he killed Lauren, he had a caption on his um, Instagram that says, "Everyone thinks I'm a serial killer. Found an angel to kill." Oh my god! You are kidding me. Get the fuck out of here! Listen, <laughs> but but cough syrup made you do this. Okay. Let me tell you something. Okay. If you see the pictures before, he looked like all he do is sit on the computer all day, and I, he just looks super normal. But at the trial, the apology that he made to the family, he looked like he did what they say he did. Like he he did that shit. Like wow. So um, they they found in his computer how he was searching google searching cough medicine like what will it make me do will it make me drowsy how long will it put me to sleep like boy why are you that goofy <laughs> so at that point they was like this it's shit was premeditated stupid. this goofy yeah. knew he was gonna kill her so um matt accepted the plea deal of course um, he pled guilty to first degree murder he was sentenced to life without the possibility of parole he did a, like a two minute apology and um, the family was like, we don't want your fucking apology. We don't hear that shit. Like, right, you, and you apologize like you stepped on her foot. Like you apologize like, <laughs> oh, excuse me, my bad. I'm sorry. You stabbed this girl 123 times. That's not something that 
is you you cannot give an apology for that like mm-hmm. at all so you could really i mean i would have just been like you know what no no no, no. it's, it's i fine. give more power okay. to the people in court who like tell the people that like i forgive you for what you did because like nope i don't not me, <laughs> it, not me. it wouldn't be me because it wouldn't like, oh, be me i have to give, i have to forgive you for me well, no. but, but then she would like, want me to know the fuck no. or whenever no. they i or, hope you die slow <laughs> or the person who like actually did the crime will be like i just like just i need i lose sleep at night knowing like they haven't forgiven me this and that you st- well, well, then you're my, never gonna sleep again my family member can't sleep at all they're permanently sleep so i hope you again <laughs> die slow i hope that someone cuts cuts your tongue out and makes you lick your own face but whatever you do okay <laughs> stay the fuck away from me i That's mean a new one i like it <laughs> <laughs> like it's gotta stop wow Oh. oh your turn <laughs> Ooh, me okay for some reason i thought ruby had already gone and i was about to be like all right make sure y'all follow us on instagram <laughs> and i was gonna be okay with that i was gonna be like okay we're gonna go. <laughs> no so mine picture yourself you're in utah september 2014 <laughs> i can't i can't Utah. Okay. That one was just funny to me. Utah, 2014. I don't want to be okay. anywhere near Utah. <laughs> Utah's kind of up there with Nebraska. Like, why the fuck would I ever need to? Actually, Utah is beautiful, but I feel like it's just full of Mormons. <laughs> it is. Oh my god. Is it not? That's where they all are. Is Utah right? <laughs> It's right, Utah, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's yeah, where uh, BYU is. BYU is like the most Christian college in the fucking country. Yes. Did y'all, but, oh, y'all probably didn't see this, but the, uh, you know, I'm really into football. So I watched the NFL draft and the BYU quarterback was one of the first like players drafted and like he's in a picture and like this, there's like a video of him with like all these black players that got <laughs> drafted. They all like, yeah, yeah. He's just like, uh, right, like I've fuck? never seen a black. I've never seen a black a day in my life. That was so funny. Yeah, they don't have those in Utah. <laughs> oh my god, a black. <laughs> Anyways, so, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, um. So we're in Utah, September 2014. Um, Jansen Strack comes home to find his parents, Benjamin and Christy, and his three other siblings dead. Dun dun. Um, and a note. Well, okay. We'll, we'll not get he there did yet. It, didn't he? he did it. No. Oh. no he <laughs> Look, you couldn't even wait. <laughs> no he didn't actually surprisingly um so so basically so he so he gets home 
and before he like found them dead i guess he like got home he's like where is everybody it's kind of quiet he went to go to his parents room and he couldn't open the like master bedroom door so he's like freaking out calls grandma grandma gets there busts down the door and finds all of them dead and the way they were laid out so benson who was the what I think so I think he was like the second oldest he was 14 so there's Benson who's 14 the next was 12 years old and then the youngest was 11 years old and then Jansen it doesn't say how old he was but he was the older brother so he was older than 14 um so he um so the the way the bodies were laying so Benson and this the 12 year old Emery they were on like mattresses on the floor of the master bedroom and then the parents and the youngest were in the bed and the mom and the youngest were under the covers and the dad was like laid on top of them so they think he was the first to die so basically after they get there and they see all this it ends up being a murder suicide but why in the world would these parents just kill their kids and themselves like this? Like what? So basically, so it took a, like almost a year to gather stuff together as to why they would do something like this. So things that were found at the scene, we'll start there. So there was a list that was like, they wrote that almost seemed like they were getting ready to go on vacation. Like feed the pets, find someone to watch after the house, like some weird stuff. Like there was no like suicide note, like anything, but there was that list. It was, it was just weird. Um, then there was a kid's like sandbox little bucket filled with cherry flavored, like it was liquid meth, something else, something else, something else with these big words that I can't pronounce. So basically Yes, <laughs> I knew one was meth, and then the other three are those other big words. Um, so they um, they don't know how, like if they drank it or if they like how they got them to like take it. But after you know collecting things, talking to other family members and friends, they told police that the parents were worried about the evil in the world and wanted to escape a pending apocalypse. So, um, <laughs> most assumed that they wanted to just move somewhere off the grid, like, you know, not like up and kill their whole entire family, but then, but then another crazy discovery, they found letters between Christy, the mom and Dan Lafferty, who was one, like an infamous is an infamous killer. So she and her husband read his book under the banner of heaven so if we don't know who dan lafferty is maybe i'll do him for an episode but he basically killed his sister-in-law and one year and her one-year-old daughter and it was because like he he had this revelation from god or so. it was just like this thing so he thinks he's this he's someone like he thinks he's elijah like i don't just someone in the back i don't know he just thinks he's this godly person and God talks to him and tells him just kill people so they read his book and like reached out to him they almost had like weekly visits with him in prison 
about all this stuff. And then in one thing, he even tries to say that like Christy and him kind of started having an affair, but like the husband didn't mind because he was like some prophet. He was in prison, right? Yeah. Oh, what affair? What are you, you you mean y'all writing letters back and forth to each other? Yeah, it's just like some weird, he was just going off on all this stuff. But but then he said he apparently she didn't believe that he was a prophet, but he was like, so then she just like, I guess, cut off communication. It was weird. Like she was, I don't know. They had to, but they went and visited him like weekly, like this freaking convicted killer. Like it just weird. And all these letters, blah, blah, blah. So um, that basically um, <laughs> tied it all together because it's almost like he had the same ideas with the whole like pending apocalypse thing and so basically in the end of it all like they're just like it obviously was like mental illness with like the parents and they don't they necessarily don't know if Benson who like was the 14 year old who was the oldest at the time that was present during it all they don't know if he like had really anything to do it because with with do with it because I mean he was 14 so he was still young but still old enough that they think he like could have made a decision about it because a let they found a letter that he wrote that was like two days before the death that he had sent to a friend basically being like you have all my stuff like if something happens like his letter basically seemed like something bad was going to happen but didn't like really like say so yeah they don't know what that but yeah so now that one brother is just alive and living his life I wonder why they didn't wait till he got home or what they just like ah we don't have yeah that's what I was thinking I don't know I don't know it doesn't say probably because he would have fought back if he was the all this he would have been like what the fuck are y'all doing i mean yeah could maybe it could have been like they've been like bringing it up and like the youngest ones are like oh like what and he's like what the fuck are y'all talking about <laughs> like yeah so they're like oh ruin our plan yeah so just if you're worried about shit. an apocalypse just worry about yourself and don't kill off your whole family <laughs> leave everybody else alone for real <laughs> uh, all right well do we have a uh, goofy or some laws or something this week? We got a goofy. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. So <clears throat> this happened in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Mitchell Desolate, Mitchell Desolate, whatever. He walked into a hotel. He asked the clerk for a room, except he wasn't talking to a clerk he was talking to a state trooper and the hotel was actually the state trooper station so (laughs) mitchell ended up being charged with driving while intoxicated because your ass gotta be drunk if you walk into the damn police station driving so i'm pretty sure the charges didn't stick however he he probably could have got a public intox but this boy pulled into the police station, walked in, was like, let me get a room. They gave his ass a room, all right. And three hots in a cot. Dang. <laughs> three hots in a cot. That's goofy. While. <laughs> Damn goofy. Lord. But yeah, I feel like I feel like, yeah, I feel like that wouldn't stick. Because he yeah. would actually have to catch him in the act. Yeah, they would have had to have seen him drive. 
Yeah. I mean, what if they he... try to say, oh, we got cameras that saw him driving? Yeah, I mean, they probably do have still cameras outside though. of the building. <laughs> mm. oh. You could have well, whipped in like. <laughs> <laughs> That's been another week, another episode of Murder Moses. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, tell a friend, tell a friend, listen to us, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.